Good morning. This paper is a preliminary um, analysis of the data I collected uh, during two years of field work. The, the combination of quantitative and qualitative data made it possible to uncover how the breakup of long-term relationships, death of a loved person, new love found on the internet, or simply the hope to find love and meaningful connections, wait when people are making choices to migrate, to stay, or return. <clears throat> there are the three cases I chose to present here today are representative of how relationships, problems, and expectations can prompt life change in every stage of the migration trajectory and affects people from different class backgrounds. Before I present the case studies, I will just give you a little bit of background on Brazilian migration. I will talk about my methodology and the theory that seems to inspire me at the moment. As I said, everything is quite new because I'm just um, coming back from field work, so feedback will be greatly appreciated. There is an estimate of 200 Brazilians in London. Brazilians have been coming to London since the 80s, but it really peaked after the, the, the 2000s. But uh, the situation of Brazil has changed after 2010, especially for students. If before, uh, students could come, like I did in 2000, you come on a student visa, and then you can, you can just renew it five, four years, as long as you have the money to pay the school, and you could work for 20 hours. Now that has gone, so students are not allowed to renew the visa for more than one year. Uh, they, they allow the second year if they prove they have money to, to, to stay and if their English to, skills are improving. So that has changed and it made, it made it a bit more difficult for, for students to stay. So it has also changed the way I looked at the field because now what is happening is that um, there is a group of people who come and are immediately undocumented because they don't have the money to pay for the student visa. And overstays of the student visa also go to undocumented. And it, it became a bit more complicated. But I will show more on the case study. You see how people are finding strategies to stay. My research methods were based on 80 surveys that I did um, to do the TEMS project in 2012. And from, from those surveys, I took 27 life stories, and I made, um, I became really close to those women that I made, that, that I collect their life stories, and I made um, focus groups, and I divided them in what the, the classes, the, the, their class background that they told me from the, also the way I saw where they lived, how they managed their money, how much money they had to pay the school, how their visa situation, and so on. Then six weeks living with two of my informants, and I also taught English, basic English to over six months to 15 of this, those women, and I also worked as a translator for them and their relatives when they needed. So that was um, my field work. The Brazilian migrant theory has thought about the, the case of intimacy and emotions in a way very, very, very peripheral. So we had before mostly, most 
most, theory, most theories talk about the economic reason to migrate. Tourism has, in 2012, pointed that there are difficult, it's difficult to point one reason to migrate, migrate which is an improvement. And Brazil points four reasons, but only touches at the marriage to Americans. It's not really at the core of the study. The theory that is inspiring me at the moment is Giddens, especially the, the, more, the idea of democratization of love. Jamerson's critique of it, saying that actually love is no more democratic, but rather more selfish and individualist. And Baum, which I think is the, to me, encompasses all of them, which says that actually, Love and the problems of intimacy actually affect everyone, as men and women of our age have no guarantee of fixed or durable bonds. The way my love and intimacy have been taught in my theory is mainly three, three ways that I've found so far. Mainly transnational marriages, following of the partners when they, for, for arranged marriage, or this type of arrangement, and sex tourism. All of the three normally culminates in one outcome, which is one partner follows the other for, for love, one moves. There is no, and that's, there is no uh, research I found so far which discusses how love is influenced every decision make and how things are being thought through. And that's what I, my case, I would like to show now with my case studies. Yeah? I chose to report my encounter with Rosa, Victoria, and Laura because their socioeconomic background is representative of, of that of others that I encountered during my field work. They classify themselves, one as poor, another one as middle class, and the other one as upper middle class. The complexity of their choices to stay or to return are often economic, but also emotional, and vice versa. Economic here is very emotional, and choices based on effective reasons are, have economic consequences. Specifically, their concerns are with legal status, financial security, spirituality, age, but mainly their search for intimacy. So my first, my first case study is Rosa. Rose is a divorced woman from Sao Paulo, countryside. She classifies herself as middle class. She's 44 years old, works as cleaner in London. She has a daughter and a granddaughter in her own apartment back in Brazil, which is, she sends money and help to support. And uh, she, in Brazil, she worked 10 years for Bayer. So she had a secretarial <coughs> job. And when I asked her why she would leave um, her life and family in Brazil to come to London and work as cleaner, as undocumented migrants, sharing room with houses uh, with strangers. That's what she had to say. Here, I work very long hours, but I earn around 1,800 before tax. From that money, I save around 1,000, which is 3,000 Brazilian reais, just in savings. How could I, could I save that money in Brazil? I worked for Bayer in Brazil for 10 years, and I didn't save as much as I can save here in one year if I work hard. And besides, I'm divorced and unemployed. What are my prospects in Brazil? This was uh, her first, well, the beginning of our relationship. This is what she, she kept saying, and it, it is still valid. However, after a while, she started to date on the internet, and she met an English man who she fell in love with, she fell in love with. 
she ex um, after he declared his love to her, she 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 had to tell him she was undocumented, and that and that in that moment he said, I can't stay with you because he had previous experience in this in this situation. So she said, I need to get my papers on my own right. And she looked for a lawyer who tried to arrange a marriage with her. She paid 5,000 pounds, got in debt to pay for that, and the person didn't marry her. So now she is in debt. So she thinks she's in the worst situation. She still wants to have this man of her life. So she feels that she's stuck here now because she has to pay the debt and she needs to... to to stay, she would like to stay with this man. <clears throat> My second case is Victoria. She's a 44-year-old as well from countryside Minas Gerais. Her mother was a domestic worker. Also, she classifies herself as poor. She has three kids and has been married to Celso for 17 years. After a breakup with Celso, she tried to commit suicide, fed up with his, his lack of financial support and constant affairs. She came to London to, to work as a carer for someone in France who didn't work and then she came to London. After six months she said she missed sales and then she brought him here together with the two daughters. When I asked her how she felt about, um, about her situation in London, that's all she had to say. I don't know if I have time to read all the quotes, how I'm doing, so I won't read. And then I continue. Um, but basically, this quote is about what she says, that um, she weighed the economics, but also her hopes now are turned to Brazil because she brought the problem, her problem, she brought back to, to England. And even though she feels better in London, she her, her hopes now are about to go back to Brazil. So I go to my third case, which is Laura. Laura is 35-year-old, also from countryside in Minas Gerais, upper middle class, worked 10 years as a financial manager, decided to come to London after a breakup of a 13-year-old relationship uh, with her high school sweetheart. She quit her job and decided to come to London to learn English. Then her visa ended and she had to go back to Brazil before, uh, and then coming back in Brazil, she decided that she could not live there any longer. She wanted to be here because she had uh, also gone into the internet and found many friends, many new friends, many more acquaintances, and she says that she could not stay away from the, from the city of Marx and Dave's. So she had to come back for mainly <coughs> because she felt, so here is what um, she explained her, why she couldn't stay in Brazil. She felt unworthy and her prospects to get married at age of 35, she felt, were limited. So I go to the, uh, to the discussion. And um, for Rosa, Victoria, and Laura, in different ways, their mi mi migratory experience has so far has been so far an opportunity to explore their sexual identity and regain self-esteem. In London, they have a chance to recreate themselves away from the eyes of their family and friends, experiment with dating sites, as in the case of Laura and Rosa. 
or uh, gain certain in independence from a failing relationship, as in the case of Victoria. Also, they don't find here, both the three of them don't find here that their age is such a problem as they did while they were in Brazil. As a consequence of failing in love, three women and many more on my research group have come to London. After that, consequence of being in love, experimenting new things, or also, I also dictate in other decisions, like to stay or to return. As, for example, Rosa wants to stay, Victoria wants to go back, and Laura is staying as long as her money lets uh, her. Also, their class positions have been, is, is being challenged and reproduced. For example, I tell this very quickly because I think it's very important. Um, Victoria, for example, tells me, <coughs> I live in the same neighborhood. I live in the same neighborhood as my employers. I can buy really nice clothes at Primark, for example. Everyone is really polite with me. Here, I'm just like a normal person. I even have an iPhone. Despite her positive sentiments, her socioeconomic situation is reproduced. Because here she's as domestic work as she used to be back in Brazil. However, her perception that she lives in a good neighborhood, has more consumer power, is well treated by the native population, and has a group of Brazilian friends, seems to be more important than any local or global class positionalities. She appears to feel more included here in London as an illegal immigrant than in Brazil, where she has full citizenship rights. But despite her positive sentiments, she dreams of going back to Brazil because of Celso's presence that she brought to London. So to summarize, with the changes in Brazil and British context, Brazilians are waiting the project wants to come to London, stay or return to Brazil. In that process, the search for connection and intimacy can be more important than economic reasons, even though most of the time they are entangled. Love and intimacy should be at the core of migration studies, for it has not just individual implications, but also socially and disruptive and socially transformative consequences. It affects people from every class background. And the further studies I would like to pursue, as this is very preliminary, it's, uh, does ethnicity matter at all? What about the male perspective? Is it just a Brazilian? Can we bring it some comparative studies? And what happened to younger people? Thank you. <laughs>